Welcome to Mountain Grace, the weekly sermon from me, the Reverend John White, priest at St. Luke's Episcopal Church in Camillus, New York. This week we're with the Israelites as they prepare to enter into the Holy Land and Moses tells them how they should respond. So hard they could not stand Let my people go So the Lord said go down Go down Moses Moses Way, way down, down Down in Egypt land Tell old Pharaohs To let my people go Let my people go Today's reading comes from the book of Deuteronomy, the 26th chapter. When you have come into the land that the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance to possess, and you possess it and settle in it, you shall take some of the first of all the fruit of the ground, which you harvest from the land that the Lord your God is giving you, and you shall put it in a basket and go to the place that the Lord your God will choose as a dwelling for his name. You shall go to the priest who is in office at that time and say to him, Today I declare to the Lord your God that I have come into the land that the Lord swore to our ancestors to give us. When the priest takes the basket from your hand and sets it down before the altar of the Lord your God, you shall make this response before the Lord your God. A wandering Aramean was my ancestor. He went down into Egypt and lived there as an alien few in number, and there he became a great nation, mighty and populous. When the Egyptians treated us harshly and afflicted us by imposing hard labor on us, we cried to the Lord, the God of our ancestors. The Lord heard our voice and saw our affliction, our toil, and our oppression. The Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, with a terrifying display of power and with signs and wonders. And he brought us into this place and gave us this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. So now I bring the first of the fruit of the ground that you, O Lord, have given me. You shall set it down before the Lord your God and bow down before the Lord your God. Then you, together with the Levites and the aliens who reside among you, shall celebrate with all the bounty that the Lord your God has given to you and to your house. The Word of the Lord. Please be seated. So I want to I want to go back in the reading to the story we heard from Deuteronomy, and Deuteronomy is the the fifth book of the Bible. It's the last of the first five books called the Pentateuch, which is the Torah or the Law of Moses. So the stories in these first five books of Bi- of the Bible define the Mosaic Law. 
from these stories is derived all of the teachings for how God's people should live in the world. And in this particular story, Deuteronomy is constructed as three series of teachings given by Moses as the Israelites are at the end of their 40-year journey through the wilderness and they're about to enter in to the promised land, Moses gives them this sort of last series of teachings. And in this teaching today, we get the story where Moses is instructing the Israelites that after they go into the land and after they've planted their first harvest and they've reaped the, har- the, the first harvest, then they are to take the first fruits and to bring them to the temple of God. And then they're to recite these words, and it gives the words in Deuteronomy. And there, there are a couple of sentences in here that I think are really, really interesting and pertinent to us today. And the first is, we are to remember that your ancestor was a wandering Aramean. That as Jesus, or sorry, as God is about to deliver the people into the place in which they will reside, the first and most important thing Moses tells them to remember is, that you once had no home, that you wandered from place to place, that you were sojourners, travelers, pilgrims. And I think this is important because in a, in a really important sense, none of us ever have a place that is fully ours, that we are all wanderers through our lives and in this world that even our lives are sort of ephemeral experiences in the greater scope of God's work in the world, that we are part of a a chain, that that the world doesn't, doesn't stop here. But there were people who came before, and there are people who will come after. We are called to remember that we too are wanderers and pilgrims in this life. And that the places we reside are really God's. And to remember that our true home is not anywhere where we rest our hat here, but the kingdom of God. That's the place where we reside. The kingdom of God. We are citizens of that kingdom. Subjects of our Lord Jesus Christ, first and foremost, and beyond any human definition of residence. And the second line that really strikes me is that when we come into the land and we celebrate what God has given us, we are to celebrate with everybody who shares the land with us, that that the strangers and the aliens in our midst. This too is a reminder that the things that we possess are not truly ours, that we are at best stewards of the resources that God has entrusted to our care. Now, in these two sentences are, are sort of an encompassing of the whole of God's law. Well, remember that Jesus gave the summary of the law as you are to love the Lord your God with your whole self, right? With your mind, with your strength, with your whole being. And likewise, to love your neighbor as yourself. That we are to love God with our whole selves and likewise to love our neighbor. And of course, when the lawyer asked Jesus, how do you define neighbor? Jesus tells us the story of the Good Samaritan, which tells us that there is no boundary between us and neighbor. 
that everyone we encounter in the world is neighbor in God's eyes. And so this great story of the, of the people of Israel coming to possess the land is also a story that reminds us that we are all in this together and that we are all ultimately children of God and that God gives an abundant world so that we will have all the things we need. A land of milk and honey is a land where, where the bounty comes not from our labor because we don't make milk and we don't make honey. Those things come from the creation itself. And so when we live in a land of milk and honey, that's just like living in the kingdom of God where all of our needs are met, where we have no wants, and that we are invited to live in this land and to call it our home, this kingdom of God, but always to remember that we are subjects of our Lord and to not set ourselves up as, as the owners or the rulers, but to remember our place not in the center of creation, but surrounding that center, which is God. And so we we too, like the Israelites, are called to remember that we were wanderers, that we were people without a place, and that we were invited by God into this place that we can call ours, this kingdom of God. And unlike the Israelites, our place, our kingdom of God is not defined geographically. We don't cross over a literal river Jordan. We cross through the waters of baptism to occupy the land that God has created for us. And when we live in this kingdom of God, we are called first and foremost to remember that everything in it is God's and that we need to be careful stewards because God calls us to remember and celebrate with the stranger among us so that no one in this kingdom shall go hungry or homeless. That we have a responsibility to one another as the children of God. And so as we enter into this season of Lent, Lent is an invitation. I know we, we think of it as a time to give up things, to go without of, 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 uh, of penitence. And those things are true. They're helpful reminders in Lent. But what Lent is primarily is an invitation to set aside the things that have distracted us from the vision of the kingdom in which we were invited to be resident. To set aside all those things that, that take our attention away from our role as God's stewards in this beautiful creation. And to call us back into that invitation which we were invited into as we crossed over our own Jordans in baptism into the land of the kingdom of God to name ourselves Christian. We are followers, subjects of our Lord Jesus Christ. And this Lenten season is an invitation to be especially mindful of that invitation and of that calling to us as God's people. Amen.